We have some exciting news. Dr. Lobi's Healed Conference is right around the corner, May 20th and 21st, 2022. Activating Supernatural Healing. Make plans to attend in person at Revelation Church in Semi Valley, California, or attend online through a private YouTube link. Sign up at ProfitLovi.com. Now here's our prophet, Dr. Lovi Elias. Psalms 24 from verse 3 to 6. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your right hand on your head. Your right hand on your head. Say, Father. Father. By your spirit. By your spirit. Open my mind. Open my mind. Give me understanding. Give me understanding. That I may know your word. That I may know your word. That I may receive. That I may receive what you have for me. What you have for me. That I may move higher. That I may move higher. Lacking nothing. Lacking nothing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may sit in heavenly places. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. The Lord is good. I said the Lord is good. The Lord is good. I think it's this cold air. Can they turn it off? Ah, uh-uh. I'm listen, I'm African. This cold stuff, we don't like it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I wanna I wanna teach this is going because it's a prophetic night. This is actually supposed to be for training for prophets, but I'm going to use it for you. Amen. 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 So that he can help you in your prophetic walk with God. Amen. Amen. The reason why I'm saying that is because, you see, everything that you will ever receive from God, there are general things that God gives, but there are also secret things that God keeps for certain people. What God has is not shared with everybody, but he shares with specific people. There are things that are for God. There are things are for those who he has chosen for certain assignments. And there are things that are for everybody. Now, if you know God well enough, you will know that he tells you this. He says, if you seek me, you will find me. And I will show you things you do not know of. So there are things that God has that you don't know of. I don't care how long you've been fasting and praying. If it is not your calling, you will never know it. Can I say that again? Uh, Somebody may not like this, but it's the truth. You know, the worst thing that ever happened to Christianity is the idea that we are the same. Even Jesus discourages that thought. He said we are members of of the same bodies, but we are different. Some are the toes, some are the mouth, some are the nose, some are... We are all different. We are all essential. But the nose doesn't do what the feet does. So the nose cannot tell the feet how to walk. Are are you getting what I'm saying? So we are all different. And because of the difference in calling, there are things that have been given to us based on our calling. That is just for that. And even if you go among prophets, even prophets are different. 
there are prophets that are way further high than others. And there are some that are just prophets by gifting. No, this is a reality. You have to know. That's, the Bible even makes a distinction. There's difference in apostles. There is difference in pastors. There is difference in evangelists. There is even difference in teachers. Everybody is different. And based on the ability to understand who you're ministering to, it determines how you can give it. So I'm, I'm believing because God made me to teach this in the car. Today was a very busy day for me, but I got a chance to meditate and pray on the way. And God told me what to teach. Usually I never teach you what God didn't give me. I don't come with motivational teaching. Not that motivation is bad. It is necessary. It has its place. But I don't know how to teach like that. I only say what he tells me to say. So I'm going to teach you a, 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 a prophetic mystery that will assist you in moving to the next stage. Amen. Now, prayer is important. But the prophetic makes prayer better. Because anyone who prays without insight and foresight, you are not really praying. Because what are you praying about? What are you praying for? Maybe what you're praying for is not what God wants. I was teaching um, on live stream, was it yesterday? And, and I was talking about uh, knowing the will of God. You don't know it because you read scripture. I have seen people with Bibles make the worst decisions you can ever think of. Because just because the Bible gives us a general understanding of God's mind, but not necessarily specific. Specific in other areas and other areas, no. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you will notice that God will change his mind, but he doesn't change his uh, uh, divine will or plan. So God will deal with you case by case, but it all ends the same place. So if you, if you think you know God, you have already lost God because he says, my thoughts are higher than yours. They're not yours. As higher the hev- as the heavens are from the earth, so is my mind and my thoughts. So the prophetic gives us access. The moment you understand the prophetic, you will never be in the wrong relationship. You will never be in the wrong career. Amen. You will never be in the wrong place. Everything you do... Let me talk to people who want to hear me. Amen, amen, that's so good. Everything you will do, listen to me. Every single thing you will do, you will always know the end game. And you won't know it because God is just good. You will know it specifically because you know what God said to you. Not what you feel, know what you're praying for. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? It will be specific it will be specific so what i'm trying to do is to get you to that place that you will know that you know that you know now there are different realms let me now get into the teaching that i want to teach you amen as children of god we don't only operate in dimensions in levels but we also operate in something called realms. Within a realm, there are dimensions, and within a dimension, there are levels. Look at your neighbor, say, within a realm. Within a realm. 
there are dimensions. There are dimensions. And within dimensions, within, within dimensions, dimensions, there are levels. There are levels. So when you understand this, it makes it easy for what we are going to talk about today. Now, if you look at this, look at what verse 3 is saying. It says, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall, or who shall stand in his holy place? These are two different realms put together for two different levels of a person. Wow, that's good. There are people who can ascend unto the hill of the Lord. And there are people who can ascend or stand in the holy place. I wish somebody could hear me. Yes. There are people who can stand in the holy place. And there are people who can ascend unto the mountain of the Lord. These are two different dimensions. And the holy place is the higher dimension. Is the higher realm. But the hill is also a very important realm because without the hill, you can't go to the other place. Have you ever asked yourself a question? Every great encounter of God ever recorded was done on a mountain or on a hill. Every single time. Haven't you ever asked yourself, why is it that God always likes to meet people at high places? It is attesting to something spiritual. It doesn't mean that if I go on a mountain... Fasting and praying, I will meet God. No. No, you wouldn't. It doesn't work like that. But there is a reason why God loves high places. It is a testament to his nature because this is somewhere not everybody wants to go. It takes a certain level of being sacrificial to set yourself apart. Amen. To go to an isolated place. Simply to seek his face. That's good. To know him. What is preventing you from going higher with God is not that you don't pray. You are just not willing to do things. Okay. You're helping me. You want to do what everybody else will do. But you don't want to do things that nobody wants to do. The moment you decide that I am willing Lord... The gates of the spiritual of the of the spiritual world, they begin to start to open for you. My prayer is that by the time we leave here tonight, at least be on the hill. Amen. Amen. I'm speaking to somebody. At least be on the hill. I don't know who's called Kendra. Who's called Kendra? Kendra. Kendra, 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 quickly. I don't know if it is overflow or whatever. Quickly, the moment that person finds themselves, run to me. I want to help you quickly, but I want to demonstrate something while I'm doing this. But listen to me. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Now, what is the hill of the Lord? Let's start with this. Go to Mark. I want to show you what this attests to. Mark chapter 5 verse 14. Mark 5:14 Mark chapter 5 and verse 14 Mark chapter 5 and verse 14 Ah I think uncle <laughs> you gave me the wrong scripture <laughs> 19 sorry is it Mark 19 
No, no, Matthew, sorry, it's me. Matthew 5.14. He writes it for me when he's coming to me. Matthew 5.14, sorry, it's, it's my fault. You're fine, sir. I apologize. Are you there? Listen to what Jesus says. <laughs> look at this. Look at what he says. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Many of you, you are in entertainment. You are in, in, in business. You are not succeeding not because you are not you don't have a great idea it is not the lack of ideas come on it is not the lack of work ethic you are hidden because in the spiritual realm you have not ascended the moment your spiritual position changes spiritually you no longer can be hidden i wish somebody could hear me yeah Let me explain this in two seconds if I can. This is what happens. Have you ever noticed people always say, it is, when it's your time, it's your time. When it's this, you, you, you blow up. In every case or every area of life. Let me explain this for you. You are destined. Everybody has a different destiny based on the star that they carry. Some people's stars are gone. Some people have their stars. But that's not what we are talking about right now. When God has given you a calling, a gift in whatever industry is given you, there is a time for that thing to come forward because that is the appointed time for it to manifest. Amen. But when that time comes and it is your time to manifest, based on your spiritual position, it determines how bright you will shine and how long you will stay on top. That's so good. I want you to hear that. That determines it. You see, if you're walking and operating by the world system, when you're walking and operating by the world system, you will compromise your morals to stay on top, but it's still not sustainable. Uh, We live in a world where people chase popularity, even though popularity is good, but popularity is not greatness. You can be popular for the wrong reason, but you can only be great for the right reason. Amen. Amen. I, I, I just spoke to some people in the back. Uh-huh, amen. You can be popular for the wrong reason, but greatness is always for the right reason. So now when that moment comes that your star needs to shine, it, if it finds you in the wrong spiritual position, you will shine, but there will be a sunset. You will be like this and you go down. Wow, that's so good. Uh, is somebody listening to me? But if you understand how to position yourself, Amen. even those who denied you, Woo. even those who doubted you, yeah. those who turned against you, yeah. those who undermined you, yes. Those who look down on you. When that moment comes, nobody will be able to deny the greatness that God has put inside of you. Hallelujah. The greatness will be like pregnancy. In the first month, it can be hidden. Yes. In the second month, it can be hidden. But when it gets to six months, you start walking like this. Yes. 
Whether you like it or not, see. I'm talking to the wrong people. Let me find Abra, somebody. See. Is somebody catching this? Yeah. Uh, sit down for two seconds. Sit, sit, sit for two seconds. We are going somewhere. Tap your neighbor, say, neighbor, we are going somewhere. Neighbor, we're we're going going somewhere. somewhere. I shake them a little bit, say, neighbor, we are going somewhere. Neighbor, we're we're going going somewhere. somewhere. I shake somebody else, say, neighbor, we are going somewhere. Neighbor, we're going somewhere. So understand this. The first reason is this. Yes. First purpose of you ascending is because you are meant to be at the top. But if you are at the top, but there is no way to experience what God has given you, then you are not really at the top. Is somebody catching me? When Jesus was lifted up on the cross, he was on a mountain, he was lifted up. Because of that, me and you, we are in his house today. We've come to know the Lord because of that simple, simple act of being lifted. So the first reason why you need to ascend on the hill is this. When your time comes, nobody will dim your light. No demon can do it. Amen. No controversy will do it. Amen. Amen. Even your own mistake will not do it. Amen. Amen. Let let me explain to you something. A a lot of people, you see, in today's world, especially in, in this city we are in, if you don't play by the rules of what is going on, Uh, You can be pulled down. Even though you don't believe in something, you will hide it so that you can keep your position. That means what you have is not from God. Teach it. Teaching good. Because if you know it is God that lifted you. Come on. Come on. Let me find somebody that I can talk to. If you have the fear of man more than God, then what you have is suspect. Because maybe the devil lifted you so that he can silence you. You know something is bad. You know you don't believe in it. But in order to fit in, you do it. That means that what you have can be taken away by man, then it never came from God. Have you noticed some of the people that they try to cancel because they were doing everything on their own terms, nobody could cancel them? If anything, their popularity increased. Yes. God is making being unique cool again. Amen, amen. This thing of agreeing with people all the time. uh -uh. Amen. Amen. It's just not going to do it if you're going to shine. I am not saying lack wisdom and just be like a, 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 like, a, a, like, a, like, like the sea just flowing, saying whatever. That's not what I'm saying. But there are times God will want you to say something. Will you say it or will you keep your mouth shut to keep your position with man and lose your position with God? 
You see, part of being on top is to be a topic. Amen. Amen. It, Amen. It means people will talk about you. People will fight you. People Amen. will be against you. There will be a lot of things that will be thrown at you. But in order for you to truly, you see, there is the blessing that you can receive. But there is a generational blessing that you maintain. Listen to me. Let me give you an example. Look at me. African boy from Africa with accent, with everything. A lot of people never believe that God will position me or put me in the place that he has placed me. Ah, when God called me to start his work, a lot of people undermined, undermined everything. Ah, but I knew what I was doing because I wasn't doing it for anything except what God wants me to do. You see, when God lifts you, please listen to me carefully. When God grabs your hand and lifts you, mm -hmm. nobody, listen to me. Nobody can ever, ever pull you down. Amen. Whatever you say yes. will have authority and power. Amen. Because it is no longer influenced by people. Yes. Hallelujah. Whatever you set your hands on will prosper. Yes. Because it is working by the anointing, by the power of God. Yes. Woo! Not according to men's feelings, men's... Come on. There will be a different engine driving you. There is a... Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. The blessing of God. Listen to what the Bible says. The blessing of the Lord maketh... Rich. Make it broke. Rich. Make it what? Rich. Spiritually rich? No. Rich. It just says rich. Any rich you can think of, the blessing of the Lord does it. When God blessed Solomon, he became the wealthiest person that lived in his time. When God blessed Job, he became the wealthiest guy that lived in his time. They were prospering in their soul. They were prospering in their spirit. And their accounts were also smiling. So we know the blessing of God does everything. Yes. It's automatic. Look at your neighbor and say, the blessing of the Lord is automatic. The blessing of the Lord is automatic. It will increase your account. It will increase your account. It will increase your spirit. It will increase your spirit. It will strengthen your soul. It will strengthen your soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you listening to this? Yes. So listen to what the Bible says. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and adds more sorrow. No. More sorrow. No. No sorrow. So no. if you are experiencing sorrow, you have not yet known the blessing of God. Come on. Let me find some people that I can talk to. Teaching Let good. me find... Let me find somebody that I can talk to. You're teaching. When you enter that blessing like this. Yeah. Come on. Tears. You will never cry again. Amen. You will never lack again. Receive. Amen. Those things become testimonies of. 
Wow, I can't believe. Is, is somebody listening to me? Yes. yes. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. rich. Adds no. No, 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 no. No. No, not some, maybe a little bit, a sprinkle. No. The Bible says it plainly and clearly, unapologetically. The Bible says people will look at Jesus and think that he is a man of sorrow. People thinking you are sorrowful doesn't mean you are sorrowful. Some of you, you are accepting the ideas of people for you. The thoughts of people about you, but you don't accept the thoughts of God concerning you. So who is your God? Is somebody listening to me? The blessing of the Lord maketh rich, adds no sorrow. So when you start going high, you see sorrow is a result of attachments, losses. When Job lost everything, he praised God, he never blamed God. Because he knew where his blessing came from. He said... The Lord giveth and the Lord has what? Taken. His blessing is on the terms of God. Not on the terms of his sins or his mistakes. Amen, amen. Let me find, let me find, let me talk to people on this side. Amen. Let me talk to my son here. Yeah. When the blessing of God comes on you, even if you mess up, he doesn't take it away. Amen. Amen. Because it adds no what? Sorrow. Sorrow. It is not that you should make mistakes. Everybody can do this. You can stumble. Amen. True. But God doesn't even bless you on the basis of your goodness. Come on, Father. That's so good. That's so good. God does not bless you on the basis of your goodness. That is a trap. Don't try to be good for God to bless you. Listen, I don't want my credentials when God wants to bless me. Amen. I am not consistent. I will fail. Yes. Please don't use my credentials. Yeah. Use the credentials of your son, Jesus, Lord. Amen. Yes. Not Amen. me. Amen. So that when you bless me, you're blessing me on account of your son, Jesus. Amen. If I made a mistake, he paid for it. Yeah. Uh, can, can somebody hear me? Yes. So, so understand this. Be blessed. Be blessed. On the basis. On the basis. Of God's just will. Desire. Not because of what you did. You know I, I, I pray so much. I've been fasting, praying, shando, kaka, kadaba. Lord, won't you do it? Do it, Lord. It's like you're cheering God up, motivating him. Father, you can do it. Do it. Come on now. Do it, Lord. 
after a while you get frustrated. Please. <laughs> Just a little. Do, do. Wow, wow, wow. The reason why you're stuck is God is waiting for you to ascend. You see, part of the reason of ascending to the hill is you start seeing things from a different perspective. Somebody that has not gone high, you see, you think millions are a lot because you don't have it. The moment you start laying swimming in it, come on. The moment your perspective changes and you realize, oh, I was trying to fight to get this one. But God had like 900 million for me. See? Hold on one second. One second. Daddy, let let me tell you something. The reason why so many people don't like to give our church is different. But there's some people that need deliverance in that area still. I'm being honest. Let me tell you why you have a problem giving. You have never ascended to the hill. Everything you're seeing is from where you are. Teachers. The day you climb up like this and you see what is on the other side. You will be willing to sacrifice to get there. Teaching good, doctor. But because you cannot see there, you are trying to save everything because you cannot see beyond where you are. Yeah. Is somebody listening to me? Yes. You see, everybody thought Jesus was crazy trying to get killed. Why are you trying to get killed? Why? Even the devil used Peter to tell him, you will never go to the cross. Jesus keeps saying, you do not know the things of God. Unless I be lifted up. He's like, Jesus, stop. Like, Why are you obsessed with dying? Because Jesus knew, when I get on that cross, the Bible says, he will see. He will see. What will he see? Let me see if you know your Bible. He says he will see what? He will see his seed. Jesus went on the cross. When he got up there, when he said it is finished, he didn't say it because he was dying. He saw you and me. And he said, okay, mission accomplished. Hallelujah. Then he gave up his spirit. He was not going to give up his spirit until the vision is open. Amen. Some of you need to sacrifice your way up. Then your spirit... Teaching good, Some of you missed it. Sit sit for two seconds. Let me tell you the greatest prophetic secret. Tell us. One of the most undermined every day in your face, but you don't use it. Every time I want you to take your Bible, search through it. And you'll find that what I'm telling you is a hundred million percent true. Not just a million percent. A hundred million. In fact, infinity true. There is no exchange with the divine without a sacrifice. 
This is why even your mediums that some of you used to go to before you met the prophetic. Thank you. If you go to the, to the juju people, they will tell you, bring two chickens and what about this? They know that in order for them to invoke those spirits, they cannot do it without a sacrifice. It's impossible. But you want even God's, uh, um, uh, um, what is it called? Reconciliation with man was not based on prayer. The reason why God never reconciled with Adam, Adam had no sacrifice that he can give God that God would accept. So the second Adam, you see, the first Adam messed up with one thing. The Bible says that Adam was not deceived, so he was not the transgressor. Many of you say Adam sinned. The Bible does not say Adam sinned. This is true. Adam took on the sin of his wife. That is why Jesus is called the second Adam, because he also came for his bride. It's a continuation of the same story. The first Adam took the blame so that his wife is not by himself. Yes. So when the Lord came and told Adam, they just looked at each other, they are shocked. This is why when the Lord came to Adam, he asked Adam, where are you? He said, I hid myself because I am naked. He said, who told you? He said, the wife you gave me. Gave. So a lot of people read that the wrong way. They read it like Adam is blaming her. No, Adam is saying, I am in this condition because of the wife you gave me. What he was telling God is, I have allowed myself because God was not going to question Eve because Eve is not the authority. So Adam is presenting himself as saying, I am in this condition because of my wife. Then God goes to Eve, he says, Eve, what is this you have done? Do you know what you just did? Said the snake. God curses the snake, curses Eve. And then when it comes to Adam, God curses the whole earth. Says the ground is cursed. It will give thorns to you. You will struggle because of it. You will work so hard for the ground to produce for you. Part of the reason why Jesus had the crown of thorns, he had to redeem hard work. Teaching good, prophet. Teaching good. Oh, you didn't know that? Sasa. Yeah. God told him, by the sweat of your brow, you shall toil. The ground, you will work so hard, but it will yes. produce thorns, meaning the ground is cursed. Every time you see thorns, remember, it's a reminder of a curse. So Jesus took that and he put it on his head proudly. He said, now your ground should not be cursed. Amen, amen. Amen. I think this is for Zoe and those who are in the back. Are you catching what I'm saying? So every spiritual thing is systematic. Adam had nothing to give God because if he gave himself, he had no ability to reproduce a new human race. He couldn't. 
So the second Adam came from God and he said, okay, I am going to save my wife, but this is how I'm going to save my wife. I will take the blame, even though it's not my blame. And I will die for her. But when he died for her, because he took on what was not his, he broke the system of condemnation. Because the spiritual world just sentenced an innocent man. So the courts of the spirit turned upside down. Because somebody that should have never be condemned, God condemned and died. And he did it willingly. Because nobody goes into the nether realms unless you're condemned. But an innocent man said, I will go there. So hell turned upside down because he's not supposed to be there. He broke this. Teaching too good. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Look at your neighbor say, we are going somewhere. We are going somewhere. Look at your neighbor say, we are going somewhere. We are going somewhere. So understand this by the spirit. Are you getting me? You, you, many of you just think of, you just love this. So he died for my sins. The blood that gives me strength. From day to day. It is more than that. Sway more. There is no spiritual interaction without a sacrifice. Amen. God wants to make Abraham the father of a great nation. He tells Abraham, first time when God came to Abraham and said, I will make you a father of nations. Abraham immediately told God, what should I give to fulfill this? God told him, find this, get this, and get this, and he gave to God. He offered it and burnt it before God. God now gives him the son and he said, now, I want to make this happen for real. But in order for me to make it happen, give me your boy. Say, but how is this going to happen if you want this? Say, do you want the blessing or no? Give me your son. Because Abraham gave Isaac. God then looked at him and said, okay, I know that you will not hold anything from me. Notice that sacrifice was given on the mountain, not in the valley. God said, okay, because you will not hold anything from me. Look in the bush. There is a ram. Sacrifice it on behalf of you. Notice there was still a sacrifice. Still. You struggle with your sacrificial giving, with your tithes and all these things, because you don't see the other side. And that's not God's fault, it's your fault. Are you listening to me? The easiest way to open your spirit, this one I'm telling you, is the truth. Listen to what God says in Malachi, I believe. Bring your tithes and offering into my storehouse and try me. If I will not, you, you are not even allowed to try God unless you have an offering. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You don't see the power of God because you don't offer anything. Amen. God says, give. And then try me and you will see. You see, I, those who are clapping, you are already delivered. Amen. Others are still thinking about it. So Amen. some of you have already received your... 
You're not even permitted. Daddy, is it not true? You're not even permitted to say, to, to say, God, you have to do this on what basis? No, you're not permitted. The reason why God always heard his son Jesus, it's not because he was his son. He heard him because Jesus was a living sacrifice. He was already given. So there was a consistent communication because the sacrifice was calling on God. There are times your voice will not touch God, but your sacrifice. Come on. Amen. That is why the Bible says the blood of Jesus speaks. The sacrifice of Jesus is speaking. There are times you, you, you will pray, Shanda Bakata, oh Father, oh, oh, Father, do it, do it, Lord, do it, do it, do it. But the moment you give, you're offering, no, I'm telling you, remember Cornelius, Cornelius, fasting and praying, fasting and praying, God ignores him. Fasting and praying, fasting and praying. God ignores him. Cornelius becomes a giver. Helping the Jews, their temples and everything. One afternoon, an angel just came. He was sitting, he wasn't praying. He was sitting. Let me tell you, the best angelic encounters is when you're not praying. All my greatest experiences with God was when I was not seeking him. He just shows up, boom. Cornelius is minding his own business. All of a sudden, an angel appears to him and says, Hey, Cornelius, God is actually obstructed in heaven. He is, is, is being, there is a memorial standing before him. What does that mean? God is sitting on his throne like this, watching. The more Cornelius gave, okay, let's, let me find somebody that is short. Let me find some. Come, 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 little sister. Come, you're, you're a li- just a little bit, not too much. Come. So this is you. God is seeing above you. So God is not yet ready to talk to you. Then he kept giving. The next step was come, 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 Mr. Handsome Man. Stand in front of me. Now God cannot see beyond. His attention is forced to him. Oh my. So God is like, okay, I need to take care of this guy because his thing is too emergency. So the angel was sent to Cornelius and the angel came to Cornelius and said, you can sit. He came and he said to Cornelius, Cornelius, your sacrifices and prayers have risen up for a memorial before God. It means God was, was forced Hallelujah. You're teaching good. Cornelius did not have the Holy Spirit. So he did not even know how to pray. That God would respond. But when he entered into a spiritual principle. A memory, a, a flash like me, Cornelius, Cornelius. In the, in the eyes of God, God had to be like, okay. who Can you go take care of this guy? I am not ready to talk to him, but let me go and speak to him. Cornelius comes. An angel of the Lord appears to Cornelius, tells Cornelius, Cornelius, your giving and sacrifices have risen for a memorial before me, uh, before the Lord. Now, I'm going to send you somewhere. 
you're going to go to Joppa, you're going to find a guy called Peter. Peter will show you what to do. Notice how the protocol is broken. Because of his giving, he, he, he did an override of the earthly system. Because you got born again because of a human talking to you. This guy gave that an angel came to send him to a church. He said, go find more. Because he started provoking spiritual principles. He started pushing spirit. God is like, man, I got This guy might as well. Does he see spiritually? How is he doing this thing? So now God is now changing the system. Then Peter also, he's in his upper room, fasting and praying for other things. God interrupts him. Say, kill and eat. He say, I can't eat what is unclean. God says, don't ever call what I have made clean unclean. So wait, Lord, you just told our fathers for generations not to eat these things. How are you changing your mind right now? Say, don't call what I call what I've made clean unclean so now god is talking about the gentile that he's supposed to go to so god has already forgiven him even though he has never prayed his sacrifice listen charity it doesn't say love charity means arms covers a multitude of sins so now god is already forgiving a guy that has never really prayed so Peter now is out of the vision. He's like, what is going on? He said, there are two men who are coming. Go with them. So when he gets down and he sees the man, he understands that he's supposed to go to a Gentile's house. When Peter gets there, he says, let me be honest with you. I want to know who this guy is that God had to interrupt my fasting for other people to come to you. Even me, I was praying and God interrupted everything. He prayed for that family. They all received the Holy Spirit. Notice he had never heard the gospel. But he was already in the plan of God. That God had to recruit the leader of the apostles to attend to him. This is why Satan doesn't want you to be a giver, by the way. Amen. Even though this is not what we are talking about, I'm just telling you this so that you are aware. Can you hear me? This is for your own awareness and for your own uh, uh, benefit. So, in order for you to see, sacrifice must be in play. There's no other way. When I've had angelic encounters, even in my house, They'll tell me, find this, send it to your father. Ah. <laughs> now, now I'm used to it. It's been years of doing this. It's just normal. You just know that even if they don't say it, you already know what to do. Amen. Let's look at another verse quickly. You can sit, sir. Please clap for the bishop. Oh, who, who is Kendra? Where's Kendra? Over here, Papa. Ah, I... Kendra, you're here. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> I'll prophesy to you the first person. Amen. Amen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm. 
second kings chapter 6 second kings chapter 6 and verse 17 are you ready for this amen now if you know this story well you will know that elisha was in a valley meaning that he was surrounded by mountains. He was not on any hill or any mountain. Okay? But when his servant saw that they were surrounded, he told his master, ah, today we are dying. He said, relax. Those who are with us are more. Then he said, Father, open this fool's eyes. Because he doesn't know who he's rolling with. You know, some of you don't know where you are. Come on. That is why you don't clap your hands, you don't celebrate like you should. Come on, Papa. If you understand the strategic spiritual positioning, yes. it changes everything. Amen. Your motivation, your enthusiasm. Shifts because you know spiritually yes. Amen. where you're positioned. Amen. Be cute somewhere else. Amen. Don't care about that here. Right. Amen. Watch this. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw, behold, the mountain was full of horses. What mountain? They were in a valley. And listen to this. The mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. Round about Elisha, not round about him. He stood and realized, I am physically with Elisha, but spiritually, Elisha is on top of a mountain surrounded by a multitude of angels. Yes. You see, some of you can be physically in Revelation Church. And spiritually on the mountain with me. Come on. Amen. And Amen. some of you may be spiritually and physically just in the church. Come on. Not gone anywhere spiritually. Can you hear me? Yes. I hear you. Where did the mountain appear from? No, he said, behold, he saw. When his eyes were opened, he realized this guy's not even in this world. Part of the reason why you should be on the hill of the Lord is your families will be protected and saved because of you. Amen. Amen. Some people are perishing. Because you never went on the mountain of the Lord. You chose to just be a Christian that prays. Help us. Goes to church. 
sings hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Shada Baba. Mm. Worthy is the oh. Mm. I feel it in my soul. Huh? I feel it in my spirit. Oh, the anointing is, but people are dying around you. Simply because you chose a lower place. Can I be honest with you? How honest can do you want me to be? I always check those who are close to me their proximity spiritually to make sure, especially if I love you. I will pray. And the praying doesn't mean praying to God. I'm using King James English. I will desire that you maintain your proximity with wisdom. I don't do that with everybody. I do that with specific people. The reason why I do that is to make sure that even if you are in Mississippi, you are in Taiwan, you are in South Africa, you are under protection. Amen. Amen. I can stand here and say, Father, protect them. But God cannot protect somebody without them technically being under the shadow of somebody. That is why the Bible says it like this. Those who abide under what? The shadow of the Almighty. The Bible says God is light and in Him there is no shadow of darkness. So God has no shadow. The only way you get a shadow is if there is a light behind somebody. And it makes their shadow be cast in front. So So anybody that comes to that shadow is protected because... Teaching good, doctor. That's it. I don't know if you caught the spiritual thing now. When he's talking about the shadow, just pray that you'll be under the shadow of the Most High. No, it's not a prayer point. It's a spiritual location. That is the secret place. Too much. It is simple, but it's methodical. This guy was actually cursed by Elisha at some point. Is it not true? When he stole from and took what Elisha told him not to, Elisha didn't just curse him, he cursed his whole family. But he was always like that, but what maintained his blessing and his protection is who he was with. Sometimes you have to understand how far your grace goes in order for you to understand the grace you need to maintain. Some of you are very good at burning bridges and that's why you are where you are. You're helping. You know, there is an old saying 
that we say in my country, we say the elders said, you never close a door completely. You leave it a little, you leave it a little bit open. Tomorrow you may need it. You see, tomorrow is a mystery. You mistreat people today. Ah, tomorrow is a mystery. You will never know who can lift you. It may just be the same people you look down on that now God lifts up. Are you getting what I'm saying? So watch this. The young man realized that, ah, we are safe. Let me get closer to the prophet. The apostles were safe. They were anointed because of who they were with. So it was impossible for them to die before their time. They couldn't. How? It was impossible. Joshua would not die before his time. How would that happen? There is a covering on top of him. Some of you, you need to understand that you are ascending is what the Lord is waiting for. The moment you ascend, those things that were struggles for your family, some generational curses, you don't break them by fire, fire. You just ascend. When you ascend, things just fall off. Amen. You know, snakes don't like high altitude. Come on. Come on, that's so good. Some of you just missed it. Come on. When an eagle wants to kill a snake, he doesn't strike. He just picks him up and goes high. He changes dimension and goes high. Come on. When he gets to a certain level, the, the, the snake just faints. Amen. True. But the ego can survive up there and down here. When you are sent to a certain level, the snakes, the demons, even the snakes that say, hey sis, hey bro. This, I just... Uh, one more time. <laughs> it's not anymore. It's hey sis, hey bro. They just fall off. Without any struggle. You just wonder, ah, how come I don't see? I don't see... I don't see so and so. I don't see. What happened to them? You just don't understand how you, how you just disconnected. There was no fight. There was no, You just disconnected and there is no more connection. Yes. Even when you see each other, it's just like, hey, hey. Snakes are just full. Some of you are wondering, why isn't God removing bad people? No, 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 no. The position... Will eject them naturally. Come on. Think, think about it for a second. I promise I'm finishing. I don't even know if I can finish the whole message. Let, let, me, let me say it in this way. 
Let, let me say it in this way. Why would God remove people out of your life when you still think like those people? You know, pastors like to teach this. And you know, being a prophet, you are analytical because you have to think about everything. Part of being prophetic is not just because you hear spiritually, you see spiritually, but it's also because you use your brain to think. And you think about the whole picture. Why would God remove gossipers that gossiped about you? But you are also gossiping about other people. Yet the Bible says the deep calleth unto what? Deep. So you're all deep so you remain in that division. So God will not remove them because they offended you and you're just like them. No, it is not God that brought them in the first place. So it's not his teaching so good. He didn't recruit them for you. That is your business. But when you start elevating spiritually, Amen. when you start walking on high ground, they cannot walk where you're walking. So naturally they are left behind because you step out of them. Hallelujah. You're stepping out, you're stepping out. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, no, not everybody that left, oh, they left your life, huh? Because, that's why Paul said it like this. I love, you know, it, it, Paul was deep. Yes. Ah, Paul was too much. He said it like this. He said, they came out of us because they were never part of us. They tried to hang, then they realized they can't. I, I will tell you one thing that I don't do. Me, simply, I don't fight for people. If you want to go, God bless you. If you want to stay, God bless you. That's how it is. I may be keeping a demon. Uh, some of you are offended. <laughs> Somebody has said, I don't want. Maybe it's deliverance. There may be a lot around your life. You are trying to keep them. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. This thing is extra simple in nature. There are other things that we need to cover, so I'm just going to read this and I promise we'll go into prayer. Sit, sit, sit. Sit. You see, we need to stop validating what we want and make messages about it, and that's not what the Bible is saying. You don't want to change, but it's like, they came out of us, uh, uh, you know, uh, God is removing, if you see people leaving you, God is removing them. No, 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 God doesn't remove anybody from anywhere. Doesn't what You step out of those people. God calls you out of those people. Amen. God doesn't remove those people from you. Amen. You are supposed to be going somewhere. You're supposed to step away from them. Amen. God is not going to remove them from you. 
if you are where they are, it means you're in the wrong location. I want to be a doctor. I'm hanging out with mechanics. Then I say, Father, remove the mechanics out of my life. I need to go find a hospital. And know where doctors hang out. If God removes all the mechanics, but I still have broken cars, I will start fixing cars. Ah, that's good. Is, is, is it not making sense? That is real good. Father, remove all the mechanics. I don't want the mechanics. The spirit of mechanics. Catch fire! 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 Okay, God says, let me just teach you. Okay, mechanics leave. You are still in a garage. <laughs> Full of cars. Because you can't even fix anything, you will turn into a junkie. It would be worse. It would have been better for mechanics to be there. I'm just keeping it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm just... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Simple. This thing is easy. This thing is super, super easy. So you need to ascend. Look at your neighbor, say ascend. Ascend. You need to go upward. You need, you need, you need to go upward. Stop asking God to remove people. Step out of them. Just, okay, let me ask you a question. Imagine going to hell and chasing demons out of hell. God already allocated that hell is where they will be. Jesus don't, did not go into hell and cast out demons. He went into hell and took the souls that didn't belong there. Yes. But you want to go to hell and make hell home. I bind demons in hell. Demons will say, okay, where are we going? instead of coming out of that place you want you know you have to think in order to pray I'm going to show you something this I'll finish with because this is what we're going into 1st Kings chapter 22 from verse 19 to 23 1st Kings 22 from 19 now now, this is now the holy place. Amen. This is now the holy place where, by God's divine grace, not because of anything that I have done, but this is by God's own divine grace. By God's own divine grace that I'm able to do this. This is now the holy place. The holy place is where the decisions are made. On the hill, you know the mind of God. You are able to protect those who you love. You are able to see what is to come that has already been decided. But it is not the place that decisions are made. It is a place that those who love God are positioned in order to know the positions, the decisions that have been made. But it is not the place of decisions. It is not. Are you listening to me? The holy place is where the 24 elders sit. 
It is where God's throne is. It is where the council of heaven is located. It is where God himself is sitting. The 24 elders are there. Some saints on earth that are qualified by grace also attend that place to know what has been decided. And they will even be allowed to put, you know, God is such a wonder because he will allow you to contribute, yet you can't really contribute to God. It's weird, right? But that's just how God is. Now listen to this. And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord, but the Lord has not spoken. Are you listening to me? Because the Lord wanted to kill this guy. And the Lord hid it from this king. Because he was a wicked king in the sight of God. God had made up his mind to kill him. So God had already sent an angelic spirit to deceive all the prophets. To give him the wrong prophecy so that he can go and die. But among those prophets... He was the only prophet in that nation at that time that was sitting in that council seeing the decisions that are being made. Are you listening to me? And he said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne. And all the host of heaven standing by him on the right, on his right, and on his left. Hmm. And the Lord said, who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramagilead? And one said on this manner, notice one said, it's not saying angels. These are human beings, the 24 elders discussing. And one said this manner, and another said on that manner. Verse 21. And there came forth a spirit. This spirit just came up. And stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. I know how to do this thing. God said, okay, proceed. That's the Dr. Elias version. And the Lord said unto him, wherewith? And he said, I will go forth and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. These were prophets that were bought by the king. Now, whenever I teach people about the prophetic, I always tell you there's a dimension that of discernment where you use your human spirit. But the real prophetic spirit, you cannot do it without angelic assistance. Impossible. So these angels also operated with the angelic at certain times, but they did not have angels. This next prophetic school, I will teach you things about angels you've never heard before. Ah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I will shock you. But Hild is coming up next week, right? Next week. That will be also, ah, that will be also amazing. But let me go through this quickly. Watch this. And he said, thou shalt persuade him and prevail. 
also go forth and do so. So God is allowing that angelic spirit to go and do that. Now understand, this is not a demon. And this spirit is not a liar. He said, I will go and become. I will give them the wrong information. What they want to know, I won't tell them. Now therefore, behold, the Lord had put a lying spirit in the mouth of all thy prophets. And the Lord has spoken evil concerning thee. Notice, he's feeling, he's literally snitching on God. He's snitching on God. God didn't tell him to say this. When the prophet came, to, when this king, when Ahab came to him and told him, should I win this way? He said, go and you will win. He said, tell me the truth. Why are you lying to me? He said, no, uh, okay. Then he gave him his own vision. He said, I saw Israel like sheep scattered on a hill. Don't go to this war. If you go, you will perish. Israel will be scattered. He said, lock him up. How dare he say, I will lose. And all the prophets said this. He said, oh, let me tell you the truth. I went to heaven. I saw God speaking evil of you. God wants you dead. You go to this war, you die. Notice the prophet was able to save Ahab's life outside of the will of God. And position him in a place of repentance. Because God is merciful. He was able to put him in a place where he can avoid this event. This is what you come on Thursday for me to do. If the devil is planning, we can cancel it. Amen. If there is death written for you, we will avert it. If there is something you're missing. I remember there was a, a, and and I use this example, but there are many, many examples. There was a young lady that came to me. Oh, I am under a curse. I was cursed. Witchcraft was done unto me. And this is somebody that I knew for years. Came to the house. Because I've known them. I said, come to the house. Oh, this has happened to me. Uh, uh, They have cursed me. Uh, My marriage didn't work. This didn't work. Now I'm here on the streets and this and this and this and that and that and that. I just need this spell to be removed from me so that my life can be normal. I said, no witch has cursed you. God is whooping you. She said, what? I said, I can't pray for you. She said, what do you mean? I said, go. Ask your father and mother for forgiveness. You physically assaulted your father and mother. And a curse was released from God. Not even them. If you don't go and say sorry. You will become. You already be going down. You will even die soon. I can't, I can't rebuke God. You want out of this. Go do that. Notice God did not reveal this. Are are you listening to me? 
God did not God did not reveal this to her. Yes, she's a Christian, she's praying. She's just thinking she's fighting spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. No, 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 no. God smacked you. Some of you, your battle is not Satan. God is angry. I'm just being honest with you. This is why you need to know it is important not only to be in a prophetic house, but even so, even more so, watch how you deal with people. Auntie Benny knows this one. There was somebody that spoke something negative to somebody that was close to me. Said, this person is this and that and that and that. That person is doing witchcraft. I said, ah, if I am a prophet, you will call me by nine today and repent because your life. You're going to be inches from dying. But I will not allow you to perish. I will pray that God will save you. But you will know who you're talking to. In the middle of the night, they're just driving. Uh, run into a wall. Boom. Exactly eight. Be on the high ground. Sometimes you need to show people who God is. Amen. People no longer have the fear of God. Amen. Ask me, me ask, I don't want you to be those who say, don't touch the anointed. No, me, I will touch you. Me, I'm the one who will touch you. I will provoke heaven to touch you. Not it will happen naturally. No, 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 no. Try it. <laughs> Elisha, you did something. Ah, he retaliated immediately. Some of you, you need to retaliate against those witches and wizards. And stop being too nice. Amen. Stop being too Amen. nice. Amen. Okay, let me. T- I think these ones are the ones that are listening. Amen. When I pray for you tonight, that is my job to do this other side. Your duty is to say, Lord, I have decided. I have decided. I no longer want this level. I no longer desire it. I am over it. I am tired of being tired. It is time for my light to shine. Amen. I want to win souls for you. I want my hands to be clean. I want purity. Because remember what it says. Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? He that has what? Clean hands. And has not spoken what? Vanity. Your praying is not enough. Your lifestyle is part of the deal to go on the hill of God. Are you listening to me? Yes. Yeah. If you want this, it's not happening any other way. It's not anointing oil. We can even drown you in it. Nothing is going to change. 
So I want you to rise up. And I want you to fervently, truthfully, genuinely, with all that is within thee, to tell the Lord, Father, I am ready for that next stage of my life. Lift up your voice and begin to cry to God. Thanks for joining us. We trust that what you have received today will change your life forever. Please follow us on social media at Prophet Lovi and Revelation Church LA for updates, events, and teachings. If you are interested in connecting with this teaching, head over to ProfitLovi.com or RevelationChurchLA.org and click on Giving. Heal Conference is coming up. Registered at ProfitLovi.com. See you there.